sweating my, I'm not sweating my balls off when we play that. But you know what I am doing right now, though? If I had to guess, you'd be going live? Yeah, I'm going live. And you know what happens when I go live, Joe? What happens? I roll this intro. Good morning. Transcending history and the world. A tale of souls and swords eternally retold. Welcome to the stage of history retold. Yeah, I've been waiting for this. Check it out now. Third strike, yo. Yo, check it out now. Third strike, yo. Yo, check it out now. Welcome back to Sick and Joe After Hours. I'm your host, Sick Man. I'm your other host, not Sick Man. Seasonal allergies, Joe. It's seasonal allergies. I'm, I don't know. I think either that or my brother got me sick, but that's that's for later to talk about. The seasonal allergies, if you're prone to them, the weak link. I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> make the rules. Have you ever broken a bone? No, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's either seasonal allergies or or my brother got me sick. And my, my mom's also sick, too. So I think that uh, he was also oh, sick so, as well. So I think that uh, she might that, she, that he might have actually gotten us sick. I have to find out. I have to find out. But I'm coming off of it. I was I was way sicker earlier this week. I was like dying. I thought I had fucking COVID because I was coughing so much. But no, I just I just have sniffles and the headache. It's like a common cold, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, it could also just be that like back to school uh, sickness that happens every single yeah, because year. Kids are fucking gross. And I live with a yeah. child who's in school. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, how's your week been, buddy? You know, I got to say, I've been quite busy um, mm-hmm. getting back into the swing of things, uh, actually being a productive member of society. <laughs> but besides all that boring, like actually adult stuff, I mean, I got a Series S, mm-hmm. which go. I kind of just got it. I kind of just got it on impulse because I was like, I'm, I kind of literally the only reason, like my main motivator of getting the Series S at that time was playing the MGS HD collection. Mm-hmm. So I bought, that's a, that, that was the first thing that I bought. But then I kept uh, going through the store and I just, I saw all these old games that I used to play, fucking Command and Conquer 3, yep. Midnight Club, which I have told you a lot, a yeah. lot about hey man i've got that game. installed on my fucking series as, as like right now like i was playing that like a couple months ago i haven't deleted it I, I was going through the store and i'm very confused as to why persona 4 arena is on there but not ultimax that's what i fucking said me. but <laughs> um i got dmc4 uh, special edition because i'm not able to run that on my pc Mm-hmm. For some fucking reason, because I don't know why older Capcom games have this issue, but I, like if if you're running a certain version of Direct X, it's just like, hey, we're gonna crash the game as soon as you load up. Why <laughs> refuses to elaborate? Walks away. But uh, with that, I think I might, I'm, I, I might, might just try DMC. Um, for the second time, in DMC my life. Uh, Devil May Cry, like that one. Yeah, yeah, like okay. uh, reboot DMC. Okay. Because uh, that 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 uh, definitive edition is on consoles, but it's not on PC. And I've heard that the uh, definitive edition makes it 
better. So who knows? Yeah, and I've who said knows? that on the podcast. You know, who knows? I mean, I might. I don't know. That's just a maybe. But other than that, that's pretty much it. What about you? What you been up to? Working, working, uh, working. People find you, buddy. Twitter.com slash cousin Erdy. Oh yeah. Ooh. As for me, um, I've done some things this week. Um, played, I played through Dead Rising three. I was supposed to play through Dead Rising two, but my friend Manny bought it on his Series S, and he was like, mm-hmm. "Hey man, let's go through Dead Rising 3. And I was like, "Fuck it!" And that game was so much more tolerable with another person. That game just sucks, but it was so much more fun with another person. <laughs> like that, like Dead Rising three straight up just sucks. Like Dead Rising three build itself as the Dead Rising with cars. And they put roadblocks every like 500 feet. Oh God. Yeah, it's bad. But I've also been playing um, two other games. I've been playing, oh, three technically. I played through uh, a bit of Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. That game's fucking fantastic. Ooh, yes. Um, yes. It's, it, is, it is the best Monkey Ball. That's all you need to know. It's the best one. Go play it. It's, <laughs> it's great. Um, I played through a bit of Nick Brawl. Um, that game is good. It's not great. There's a lot of shit in there that is missing and not done well. But I'll, And there's some stuff in there that's done better than Smash Bros, actually, but I'll get to that in a minute. Hmm. And I also okay. played through Life is Strange True Colors Wavelengths. So I did that this week. That was really good. Yeah, so so um, let's, let's, let's also play a little bit of Far Cry 6. A bit of Far Cry 6. Because uh, I game shared it off my friend. Uh... I game shared it off my friend. I game shared it off my friend. Uh, I've got some pretty uh, harsh things to say about that game. Some pretty harsh things. But first, let's first, uh, I'm going to do a brief aside about Monkey Ball Banana Mania. Um, It's really good. It's all the best elements of Monkey Ball at their peak. You've got multiple playable characters like Sonic, Tails, Morgana, Kiryu, Beat from Jet Set Radio, and all of the uh, Monkey Ball cast in their HD and um, SD forms as well. You get classic uh, models for like II and Gunga and all them. It's really cool. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, there's a lot of shit. A, a lot. Like, you remember how in the other Monkey Ball games, the courses would have like a set amount per difficulty? Mm-hmm. That's doubled in this case. All that shit is like doubled and tripled oh, in some no. cases. For and for the whole run. So it's like, fuck. You gotta be this. This Monkey Ball has the steepest learning curve, and that's a good thing. I like that. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, and it's like it's it is the best monkey ball, hands down. It's got everything, everything. So if you haven't picked up Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania, um, and you're looking to pick up a game in the like next month or two, I think that's a pretty safe bet because it'll give you hours and hours of fun. It's fucking great, and buy it to show Sega that Monkey Ball, um, is still a franchise worth investing in because it's oh, yeah, good stuff for sure. Yeah. Uh, Nick Brawl. Um, that game. I think with Nick before, Brawl... Hmm? Before you go on, I just want to clarify. Go ahead. Uh, Banana Mania is like a remastered... Remake. Re-release. Uh, remake. remake of the first three games, right? I believe so, yes. It's got all the shit okay. from Monkey Ball Deluxe, which was Monkey Ball 1 and 2, plus a couple extra levels from Cancelled Monkey Ball 3. And it, it's got some other stuff in there as well, some, some completely new stages and whatnot. That's cool, that's cool, that's cool. It's great. So, pick it up. Now, <laughs> now, yeah. So, uh, Nick Brawl. I was talking about Nick Brawl. Um, yeah. that game is good. It's not great. I think 
it does a lot of stuff better than Smash Brothers. I prefer its movement system and its uh, control, the control you have over your character, uh, as uh, in Nick Brawl. But I think it lacks a lot of essential features that that you need in a fighting game. No tutorial and frame data, um, no voice acting, mm. and those are the two biggest no ones. No voice acting. Yeah, no voice acting. You mean like, like okay, you're talking about like like during a fight there are no like. There's no voices. No, I mean, like, period. Oh, like at all? Wait, not even, not even selecting a character. No, there's <laughs> there's a narrator. Yeah, like Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl. But you pick a character, they don't say anything. Oh, that's that sounds empty. That sounds it wrong. is. <laughs> it is. And some of the stages have really annoying music, so it gets on Glove World. I don't like that stage. the The music is bad as fuck, and there's no. Like like it's there's no like remixes of the old theme songs for like their theme songs or whatever. Like you'd think that Danny Phantom playing in that game when someone would pick him, and like you play on a stage, the stage theme, uh, you could either pick whether it's the stage music or Danny Phantom's music. And if you pick Danny mm-hmm. Phantom's music, it would be like like a remix of like no 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 no. You know what type deal? No, it's just the stage themes, which are all pretty generic. Which hmm. I mean, it's not a it's it's not a deal breaker if you play something like Marvel Two, which doesn't have any defined character theme songs, and all the music is stage themes. But all the music in this game is empty as fuck, and there's no voice acting, and it's like there's no tutorial and no frame data, and it's like I don't want to play that. Yeah, this game yeah. was not it. Like like there's also uh, the netcode is shit. Oh God, you think it, you'd think. Yeah, but like when I played it on on like the first like two days, I was getting pretty shit connection, and I have an AC and I have a LAN adapter for my Switch, so it's like mm-hmm. it's not me, buddy. And it's oh, like you're, you're one of the only few people, huh? Yeah, I mean it's like it's like uh fucking. You'd think that the developers who were out here trying to be like community friendly and be like, oh yeah, you know we've got wave dashing and rollback netcode and mods support, would have a fucking tutorial. And frame data, but they don't. That's interesting. Uh, I think this, I would have mm-hmm. never seen that coming. Yeah, neither could I have. I was led to believe that this would be like the second coming of platform fighters, but it's not. This game has the makings of something great. It has the makings of something that could truly compete with Smash Brothers. It it could, but it's not there yet. Not at all. Yeah. Add in voice acting, some more characters. Oh my god, the characters, bro. How do you have only two Ninja Turtles and April O'Neil? How is that? How? <laughs> they don't even have the best Ninja Turtle. They don't have the best one. They just have they just have fucking Leo and Mikey. And, and, and they don't have Raphael. And then they don't have the only Ninja Turtle who matters. So it's like, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, look at me, bro. I am. Correct. We are both. We are both based and Donnie pilled on this podcast. So Donnie pilled. Based and Donnie pilled. On this podcast, <laughs> on this program, we are Donatello uh, supporters, first and foremost. You know, you have your average Ninja Turtles fan versus your average Donatello enjoyer. There's a big chasm between those <laughs> two. All right. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then there's no fucking no, no. James Isaac Neutron is nowhere to be found. And neither is now, Timmy Turner. Weird. No, that is weird. Yeah, Timmy Turner's not in that shit either. And as much as I like Danny Phantom more than any other of Butch Hartman's uh, properties, because Butch Hartman's a shitty person, um, 
Fairly Odd Parents is by far the more popular one, and it's just not there. So it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, dude. What happened okay. here? It sounds like it sounds like this game could have used like another maybe six to eight months. I'd have given it a half a half to a full year. I'd have done that. I'd have. Plus, they released it the day that Sora was announced for Smash Bros, which um, I don't know who decided uh, at Nintendo to do that, but I feel like that stole some of the game's <laughs> thunder. And then the fact that they didn't decide to move it was also bad. So, I mean, if it. you think about it, was it really? Because the people who were already intending on playing the game, that doesn't affect them. You it should have like, oh, absolutely hey, seen cool. some of the reactions on Twitter.com. When people said, hey, guys, we should be probably be signal boosting Nick Brawl. You should have seen that. Hugs made a tweet. I'm going to actually I'm going to fuck it, bro. I'm going to try and see if I can find this because this it was absolutely abhorrent the way that people were talking to this guy. It was disgusting. That's too like maybe not different audiences, but it it's trying to go for the same audience, bro. Well, okay, okay, because not all Smash fans are going to go play. Um, Nick Brawl, and not all Nick Brawl uh, players are gonna go watch the Smash announcement. No, so eh, but I don't know. Sma- I but Nick Brawl was marketed to try and get in on that same market share. That would like to to think otherwise is kind of delusional. Honestly, no offense, but it's like Nick I'm Brawl was marketed towards. Insane towards smash brothers fans specifically melee players and it was when melee players were like hey guys we should signal boost this game because it's good all the other smash fans were like shut the fuck up you're fucking stupid and it's like what like i have to find this hugs tweet because if not i can just go look at the response that i have screenshotted because it was it was emblematic of what i was saying they were beating his ass in the quote retweets bro <laughs> they were they were they were fucking they were being absolutely disgusting so Hugs tweeted out, um, proposing a pledge to stream Nickelodeon All-Stars instead of Smash Ultimate's new DLC character on October 5th for the countless times Nintendo has fucked over the Smash community. Like, don't buy the character, don't talk about it, don't put, don't drop YouTube videos on it, put all that content creation into Nick All-Stars for that one day. I think it'd be dope, especially since Nintendo specifically released, uh, specifically picked that day to overshadow Nick All-Stars' release. This is tweeted on the 23rd of September. And then the response to this is, cry about it. Uh, Nick Brawl will die out before the ye- before the end of the year, saving this for when Nick All Stars dies. Um, what the? F- hold, what? On, hold, on, hold 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 on. You were saying, motherfucker, we don't care, nigga. We got Sora in Smash. Uh, hold on. There's one. Fuck that shovelware trash. Um, and then the final one, the one that the one that really uh made me personally angry. Oh, did I not? I didn't save it. Okay, then I'm gonna have to scroll through it. It said, um, shut the fuck up, you old ass nigga. Hashtag I stand with Nintendo. Hashtag fuck melee. Uh people were being really cruel to this guy. Yeah. Wow. What the fuck is up with the Smash community, man? Because like I don't know what it is, right? One day they're like banding together and like oh hey this is cool we're all in agreement here and then the next they're all fighting against each other and then this happens and then they're all attacking that one dude and then it's just 
repeated. Perhaps I was naive to assume that Smash fans would be anything other than unpleasant virgins. Uh, fuck your whore mothers, you disgusting pieces of shit. This guy is just trying to promote a game that doesn't have the biggest push behind it, you know. And mm-hmm. my and is it's it's not going to be a successful Smash Brothers, obviously, you know. But it could use that sort of push from the community. Every right. single FGC content creator got behind Virtua Fighter Five when that game came out. And this guy's like, hey, why don't we do that same thing to Nick Brawl? And everyone's laughing at him. You know why? Because this is the Smash community. Because it's full of unpleasant little virgins who like to th- who, are, who are entitled to everything, apparently, and don't want to fucking contribute to any other community and get mad when the FGC at large doesn't really support them. Okay? Look, man, as much as I like to meme on you guys, Smash Brothers is, is got it's got its own thing going on. It's got its own space. All right. And people would be willing to be nicer to you if you guys would be nicer to each other. Nintendo does not like you. All right. And and repeatedly, everyone else, including you, have come to the defense of the Smash community when time when times have gone tough. Okay. So how about you people learn to fucking accept that there are other games that are trying to be as big as you and let it. Okay. Like, what the fuck is your problem? What if, like, like you would never see this kind of behavior in any other community? Genuinely, you don't. There are toxic elements in the Tekken community, yes, but nowhere, nowhere like this. Nowhere. You people are, are fucking sick. Disgusting. <laughs> I never thought that it would get to this point where people were attacking, sorry, not people, but, uh, Smash Gremlins were attacking others for the release of a new game. Yeah, the pedophiles are fighting each other. The pedophiles are fighting (laughs) each other. Uh, To summarize, good would absolutely benefit from some more time in the oven. So, buy it later. Buy it later. Like, on sale. Yeah, not on sale, like, in a couple months. Even if it's still (laughs) at full price. It's because it's like a $40 game. So, you know, mm, okay. yeah, that's, it's not, it's, better. yeah, mm-hmm. that's better. Yeah. It's, it's at a good price for what it is, but that doesn't mean that it couldn't have had basic shit that was in, that's in any other fighting game, you know? So anyways, um, I also played life is strange, true colors, the, uh, wavelengths DLC focused on stuff. It was pretty good. Um, I liked it, you know, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. I did. You did. I did. <laughs> You're saying this because we were talking about it. We were talking about it. Oh, you finished? Oh, did you finish it or no? No, I only I only uh, started and get too far into it. Oh man, she was fucking bro. She was like that DLC tied into the first Life is Strange in a really good way. You need to play through it, dude. Like I'm telling you, not as in. Hmm. No, I'm sorry. Go on. Finish your sentence. No, no, you go because you're gonna ask me about that. So well, no, I was just gonna ask: Is it like a obnoxious kind no. of reference? Like, hey, no, it's Life is Strange one, guys. You no. guys played that game, right? No, 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 no. no. Okay, that's good, good. It's it's sort of um, like Steph is still processing what happened in Arcadia Bay, whether mm. that be she's processing Chloe's death or the death of everyone in town. It's up to you to decide, but she's processing it. And there's a pretty big focus on her getting over that and her coming into her own in that DLC. And there's a specific scene where it really builds up a specific like day because the DLC is broken up by like 
different days that you're working at the uh, record store. And there's there's one day where it's like it's just a lot for her, you know, mm-hmm. because it's the anniversary of the ending of the first game. So she's really dealing with it there, you know. Right, right. So I thought that it was that it was fan fucking fantastic that they handled it really maturely. And I thought that I, it couldn't have been better. Honestly, I saw someone on YouTube post their version of the scene where they had destroyed Arcadia Bay and they were like, why you should save Chloe. And I'm like, I'm not going to watch that because I know that morally there's no justification for saving her as opposed to every other fucking person. And I think if you save <laughs> Chloe as opposed to saving Arcadia Bay, you are a uh, part of my language, a fucking moron. So you are an actual psychopath. Yeah. I think you need to, you need to not, you need to not you need help. You can't be seen outside, please. Jesus Christ. Uh, I mean, as a, I, do I think it's like necessary to make the um, base game better? No, absolutely not. My the base game is for me is still a 10 out of 10. My favorite life is strange, but this is a neat piece of DLC. Not too long, not too expensive. That, uh, that that makes the game better so uh if you want to find me you can find me on youtube on twitter at uh, yvng d-e-n-d-e young dende any platform you can find me at yvng uh, d-e-n-d-e young dende so sora's in smash sora is in smash huh what do you think uh, you know i can't say that i'm surprised i i think everyone knew that it was going to be sora because if it wasn't Sora, I don't think Sakurai would see the end of it. And I would feel horrible for him because he's already done so much for Smash. He has carried Nintendo on his back. So I would I would I would have really been surprised if it wasn't Sora. I think it was just a matter of time. Uh as for actual like him actually being in the game, I'm indifferent about it. Yep. I'm not the biggest fan of Kingdom Hearts. I played it. I played um, one, two, uh, fucking Birth by Sleep, and three. Those are the only ones that I've played. I haven't played. You haven't played Kingdom Hearts three fifty eight dash two over five. You haven't played Kingdom Hearts four twenty dot sixty nine. Sora gets fucked behind a Wendy's. It's important to the lore. <laughs> no. No, I haven't. I haven't gotten that deep into the lore yet. But um, I have. I have seen Goofy get fucked behind the Wendy's. So uh, at least Christ. I know that part. No, but really, <laughs> really, uh, I'm indifferent. Uh, I'm happy for those that um, finally got the character that they wanted. But as for me, it doesn't really do anything. Yeah. What I about said you? What are your thoughts? Look, man. I said here. Here's what I said to my friend when uh, Sword got released. I retweeted. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." But I said my big takeaway is. Perhaps they will finally be nicer to Sakurai. That's all I care about. Will the community be nicer to him? My dream character will probably not get into Smash Bros. They probably won't put Akira Yuki in Smash. They probably won't put Knuckles or Tails or Shadow or Amy or Yunarukami or Beat from Jet Set Radio or Akira Yuki from Virtual Fighter. They probably won't put any of those guys in Smash Bros. Okay, so I'm kind of resigned to never truly being like this is the fucking best i got my character i got ken <laughs> i got ken and i got terry bogard so it's like i i got i mean i'm fine right now but uh you know until they put kiryuki in smash there's uh, nothing's ever gonna hit as hard as terry bogard you know 
<laughs> so right. it's like I, I don't I'm trying to play Kingdom Hearts. I'm trying. I'm not trying. the biggest fan of action Ooh. RPGs, and I don't give as as big of a fuck about Disney as most people do. And I do care about King, I do care about Final Fantasy. All right, don't get me wrong, but it is kind of weird seeing Squall stand next to Aerith Gainsborough and Yuffie Kisaragi. It is a, there's a bit of cognitive dissonance I have to work through to make that work in my head. Mm-hmm. Because no, I, I love Final Fantasy yeah. VIII. <laughs> so I it, it, I have to, it has to, it, it's got to work. And I wonder if there's going to be any other, like, like I know Cloud and Sephiroth show, but it's like, I wonder if like Titus or something is going to show up at some point. I don't know. <laughs> Jack Garland. Kingdom Hearts 3.25 divided by six. That's, that's going to be um, <laughs> Titus right there. Kingdom Hearts 3.14 divided by Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Jack Garland looks Sora in the face and says, Bullshit. Bullshit. Then turns around and all you hear is, It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. So I'm uh, good for y'all, I guess. Just be nicer to that man, okay? And I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, I'm going to, I'm probably going to buy him and play him when he comes out, but I'm just like, eh. Mm Smash is over, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, they also said that about Wii U, and then like a year later, hey, the Switch is coming out. Hey, Smash is coming. Well, Smash is over yeah, for now. Be. It's obviously going to continue because it makes Nintendo a, fu- a fucking jizz load of money. Uh, All right. Yeah, I, like that is true, but that man needs to rest. Sakurai needs some rest. Give it, yeah. give it until the next Nintendo platform releases, and they're going to have another Smash Bros. But that's not going to be for another couple years at the very least when that platform will drop so i hope so man i hope so well they just dropped the oled switch so i'm i I think the nintendo switch is going to have at least two more years in its fucking lifespan would be fucking insane if it didn't i mean when did they drop the ps4 slim and not the slim the ps4 pro is the the one you should be looking at because the ps4 did have the the same time so same shit well the the ps4 slim and the pro you know uh that's roughly equivalent to the nintendo's uh switch Lite and the fucking um oled roughly i said roughly Mm -hmm. and it's like ps4 had like three four years after that to finish out its life cycle so i think that the switch is gonna have at least two you know so i i mean yeah i mean that is true that is true you're you're right i don't know and it did take smash uh like a year after the uh, switch dropped a year and changed a pretty substantial amount of change to drop after the switch was uh, released so i think we got like a good three three and a half years until the next smash brothers game comes out and i just like that to take a year off go to the caribbean you know have fun (laughs) disappear from the grid for a little bit please yeah please do say no but uh, i I, this is kind of making me want to go back and play the kingdom hearts games again but at the same time i just don't care (laughs) Mm -hmm. like i don't i don't care enough to play the games i'm again it's it's not that uh i don't care about sora because i find that to be pretty cool i know a lot of people who are into kingdom hearts and um you know we're really excited but uh, his, his how do I put this elegantly, right? So he looks boring. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. He looks like a very boring character to play. 
They said that he, they only made him that way because Kazuya and Terry were too hard for the poo poo babies who play Smash Bros. Do a fucking pretzel motion, bitch. Sorry. Y'all could never do Raging Storm. I did Raging Storm the first time I tried it. Full input. KOF 2002. Fuck you, niggas. Yeah, like mm. Sora totally gained his Mangekyo Sharingan to get into Smash Bros, though. <laughs> he, he sacrificed Donald and Goofy to get into Smash Bros. It's just him. No it's Kyrie. So no, like funny. they put Riku in the background as like the stage. <laughs> so it's it's so funny how they cooked like uh, it's so funny how they cooked three of pretty important characters. He said, no. No, so I mean, I understand uh, Donald and Goofy, uh, you know, don't want to pay those Disney bucks. But what the fuck is wrong with Kyrie? When yeah, no Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> when he spent the whole first game thirsting after her and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's weird. That's real weird. Then we oh, but I, at least she's a spirit. <laughs> oh, the, oh, she's a fucking spirit. I can take ooh, consolation ooh, in the ooh. fact that she's a fucking spirit in the same way that Akira Yuki is a fucking assist trophy. <laughs> I just, I just, I just want to see a 12 year old playing as like Kirby and I want to do the Tetsuzako and knock him off and kill him and laugh in his fucking face. It's okay. <laughs> Cry if you need to. It's okay. So I played Far Cry 6 and I didn't really talk about it too much in my week because this game is uh, something. It's really something. So like I am a well-known defender of the Ubisoft formula. Not so much these days, but like I like a lot of Assassin's Creed's. I like a lot of Far Cry's. I like the Watchdog series. So as a Ubisoft defender, except for when their corporation is talked about because their corporation fucking sucks and they abuse their power, yada, yada, yada. You already know. We've mentioned this how many fucking times and we're never going to stop. Okay, they abuse their power, sexually harass their employees and need to pay for it in the same way that Activision Blizzard's paying for it. Okay, fuck Ubisoft, the corporation. Now back to what the developers are doing. Um, (laughs) Far Cry 6. I have defended a lot of Far Cry's bullshit over the years, but Far Cry 6 is, is I'm I'm I'm. I'm very hypercritical of it because it is taking place in my backyard. It is about the Caribbean. They've got salsa music on the radios. They're speaking Spanglish. So I have to, I have to look at it hypercritically. Let me ask you, Ubisoft, did you let the Hispanic employees touch this game or no? Because it doesn't feel like it. Hmm. It feels like, like, like the same shitty movie Spanish that white people write. Where the, oh, where the Hispanic characters, they're oh like, they're God. like, hey, man, listen, there's a bunch of soldados coming down the road. And if you can blow up their transport, come back to the hideout and we'll drink some cervezas to celebrate. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go, muchacho. Yes. Yes. That's how they talk. They don't talk in real Spanish. They talk in shitty white people, half Spanish, not even Spanglish. Just shitty half Spanish. It's not. It's not authentic. As, it's not authentic. Mm-hmm. All right. Is that what's going on here? Yes. That's why I ask. I did they let the Hispanic nigga the the second mission in the game is called Juan of a Kind. Oh. And I was sitting in a party playing, and I was like, "That's racist." <laughs> 
Oh, you know what else they did? They, you know how every Far Cry game since Far Cry Three has repeated the fucking burn down the drug fields mission? Yeah, they did it again in this. <laughs> they did it again in this. They play like a fucking like a like a fucking salsa song or whatever, you know, while you're fucking do while you're doing it, and then when you're walking away, the protagonist is like, "Hmm, burning down drug fields feels familiar." And I was like, "Fuck you." <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Do something fucking original, bro. I can excuse reusing animations, okay? But reusing the same mission structures again and again and then making a fucking joke about it is dumb. All right. Fuck you. Shit it's sucks. It's like, okay, they're self aware, but they don't do anything about it. Ah, like, yeah. We're self aware. Ah! <laughs> if you're so self aware, then why the fuck did you put a gear system in a single player game? Huh? Ew. Ew. Far Cry 5 had so much good customization where you could change your whole outfit. And now there's stats. There's stats on your outfits. Now there's an what? objectively good loadout. There's an objective best loadout now. No, no using the guns you want to. You want to use an MP5 and an LMG? Too okay. bad. Those don't have the right attachments for this with the right stat buffs on it. It is Destiny's gear system in a fucking single player game. Why is every single game nowadays adapting like a loot system or a gear system because joe because you keep playing destiny you personally if you stopped playing forever they would stop doing this okay see you say that then look at avengers avengers is still popping off some fucking hell i wish i could I go back in time and game. i wish i could go back in time and like and 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 tell theodore j kaczynski that they were doing some bad shit at the bungee offices so that so that he would send them uh, a letter and we wouldn't have loot systems in games anymore. I'm just kidding, of course. I don't actually believe that. It's just a joke, but I'm just I'm just annoyed that 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 loot systems that prevent me from looking and playing how I want to keep getting put in games. They keep doing it. They have an ultimate weapon system now where you have to like where the weapons have to cool down after the cooldown you can pop an ultimate it's oh, like it's a fucking super okay yeah like it's so ultimate. fucking it is it is destiny no. and overwatch bringing the far cry franchise behind a buffalo wild wings then double penetrating it against its will and and far and and this happened in texas so far cry couldn't get an abortion you know and then just shat this fucking thing out of its birth hole and now here we have far cry 6 I knew it was bad when I booted up the game and the and and the first fucking screen that I found as soon as I paused it was a fucking advertisement for 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 fucking skin packs. Spend no, 600 no. in-game Far Cry points to look like Altair. Hurdy dirty dur. Fuck you game. Fuck you. No, dude. Didn't uh, Assassin's Creed also do that? Yep. They started doing that with Assassin's Creed Origins and people complained about it. Oh, then, but clearly, clearly uh, they made enough money by doing it to uh, to keep fucking doing it. OK, and I, I fucking hate Far Cry 6, man. And I'm so, I, I, I set out to ask myself when I played it, is this game really the most cringy pandering shit or am I just cynical? But when you pet the crocodile. You get an achievement called at Can You Pet the Croc? And I, I, I wanted to fucking kill myself. No, you're lying. You're nope. fucking lying. I have the achievement in my library. I, I, I fucking, I fucking hate this game. I fucking hate this game, dude. Ow. Ow. Are you flagellating Ow. yourself right now? Ow, 
I was smacking my head against my desk. This is so horrible. You know, okay, because I'm not, uh, I'm not huge into Far Cry. Last one I played was, uh, four. Yeah, four. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't, I don't really care much about it. Uh, you know, I know that it exists and I played it before, but I'm not, I'm not following it still. And you know, I I enjoyed my time with it. I just didn't get five because at launch it was kind of bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's real. Yep, it's real. Oh. Anyways, you were saying. Ah, uh, uh, but it, it's just sad. Like, it, I don't, I don't like to shit on a game that doesn't deserve it. Because, I mean, there are some genuinely good games that people enjoy that I don't. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not going to go out of my way to say, this game's shit. This game sucks. I don't know how anyone plays it because obviously it has to follow people like it. But Far Cry, dude. Ugh. Well, I mean, like, if you I've played pre- Far Cry 5, like, like, Far Cry 5 had microtransactions too, but that game also doled out the microtransaction currency enough to where I didn't really, I, I never bought them at all. Yeah. Like you could like find like a safe that would like regenerate. You could you can go get them and like they were it was everywhere. It would it would restock on new game on a new game plus. So I was like, oh shit, you just keep doing that, you know. And I was like, great, thank you. And then this game is just like, <laughs> I fu- like I fucking I fucking I I hate this shit. I I I hate this shit, man. I can't do this, man. I can't do it anymore. I can't defend the the fucking formula if you guys are just gonna keep making jokes. Like when when Watchdogs Legion had a leap of faith in it, I thought that was a cool reference, you know. But if Watchdogs Legion, but if but if Aiden would have looked back at the camera, put up a fake hood and winked, I would have fucking killed myself. <laughs> and and it's like, like why? What's the point? This game was made for fucking for game journalists, dude. When you boot the game up, no. you have you have regular difficulty and then story difficulty where you are an ultra powerful god person. And then you also have uh, uh, a several I wouldn't call accessibility selects like game journalist mode, but what I do call is an option what I do call game journalist mode is an option that's not an accessibility option where you can just highlight all enemies at all times. What? It's the same shit. It's like if you're bad at the fucking game and you're a normal human being, you could just turn on uh, mark every enemy at all times. And it's like, great, thanks. I didn't want to scout the base out anyway. It's like... Thanks for doing the work for me. It's like these games are just getting progressively more and more and more and more goo goo gaga toddlers, please play me. Ooh, ah, I know you have only like a week and a half to get this to get to play this game and review it. So, Google Gaga baby mode enable. Okay, like, wait before before you go on. This is completely different. Just so there's no confusion, this is completely different from having an accessibility like uh, listen, like listen, listen. Or there are accessibility options for like bad hearing and bad eyesight, and then. In the options menu, separately from the accessibility options, there is, I would like all enemies highlighted at this at the same time. Like, when I booted the game up, and I went through my my uh, accessibility options, you know, before I got to the start menu, you know what I mean? I checked out all the accessibility options, and I checked out what they did, and I was like, no, nah, I don't need these, you know. And then mm-hmm. I finished that, and then it said, do you want all enemies marked at all times? And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, thanks. You'd I don't think, want to play a video game. At you'd think point, that that would be 
a poor eyesight option, but it's its own separate option. At what point do they just take your controller and play the game for you? Because there are people asking for that. There are people who are asking for that. You know, you know, Alex Mokala, the guy who does like the video game. He does like uh, YouTube videos where he's like, um, like breaking down video game songs. And he's a really good musician. And he had this take Mm -hmm. on Twitter like two weeks ago that was like, I wish games could have a Netflix mode where I don't have to play them. And I could just watch the where the, where the game would play itself, and I could get to the cutscenes. And I, <sighs> oh, guys, I don't mean to alarm you, but there might actually be a solution called YouTube.com. I know it sounds crazy. It yeah, sounds man. if you don't want to play video games that bad, how about you just don't fucking play them then? You could just be They're like a Persona not fan playing them. or a Yakuza already- fan. <laughs> Don't fuck with either of them. They've never played the games. Yeah, well, Yakuza fans piss me off more than Persona fans, honestly. Because what? They've only played Zero? No, because I saw this artwork the other day. Um, that was uh, Uncle Majima and his niece Haruka. And that one offended me on like, like I was actually offended by that because you have to miss, you'd have to miss the point of Yakuza so fucking hard to think that she would want anything to do with Majima. Mm-hmm. Like, without saying too much, essentially, Majima kidnapped her in the first game because that was back when Majima was a crazy psychopath who, like, held women at knife point to their throat and wanted to murder everyone because he was an angry edgelord, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and, and you see that. And, like, after Kiryu beats up Majima's thugs, like, Haruka runs out and she's, like, terrified. She's, like, hugging Kiryu's leg and crying type deal, you know? And it's like, Wow. And then you get to the ending of Yakuza 3 where Haruka watches Kiryu get stabbed by a dude. And then you get to Yakuza 4 where that same guy shows up at the orphanage and Haruka wants nothing to do with him. She runs in front of the other kids to protect them. She tells Kiryu to make sure he goes away because she doesn't, she's like concerned for his safety because she remembers that he got stabbed by this dude, you know? So if you can see that and see her reaction to when people who traumatized her in the past show up again and, and then say, um, wholesome Majima would never kidnap Haruka, and it's like you, you... <sighs> wholesome 100 Reddit Gold 100 Chungus, Reddit Gold 100 Chungus, Reddit Gold 100 Chungus. <laughs> it's it's this, it's it's just like if you don't want to play video games, if you don't want to engage with video games, then don't just just sell your fucking PS4 or your PC or whatever, just smash it on the ground outside for all you give a fuck. If like if you don't want to play the video games, then don't fucking play them, but like don't ask other games don't ask video games to play themselves for you that's 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 dumb that's fucking stupid literally don't watch a movie at that point if you really don't want to just why yeah why (laughs) what's the point of engaging with the medium if you're not gonna even actually gonna interact with it i don't actually listen to music joe i just watch anthony fantano reviews and get my opinions (laughs) from him that's what i do i've never listened to music once in my life I thought that was the law around here. My bad. <laughs> I've never watched a movie. I just, I, whenever Nerdwriter One talks about a movie, I'll watch the video and I'll say, yeah, that was, that's how I feel about that movie now. Jesus, man. This industry is like suffering from real case of dumb brain, is what it's suffering <laughs> from. Dumb brain. There's no, there's no other way to put it besides dumb brain. Yeah. Because, dumb oh, brain. dude, dude, I don't. 
people, dude. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like people weren't as dumb before the pandemic. Nope. No, they were. They were, but it wasn't, it was a. Uh, it was not, it was not this bad. It was, it was not, not anywhere this near this bad. It was not anywhere near this bad. But people stayed inside and their brains melted, I guess. And and uh, back before the Tumblr exodus, people weren't this dumb either. <laughs> but then, but then Tumblr banned porn and all the fucking uh, all the uninformed all the people, active users, all the active, all the Tumblr users who would reblog porn scattered to Reddit and Twitter and fucking ruin those and ruin those platforms. All right, so you know what? Ah! So uh, I, I I have the inside scoop over at Capcom, and my my contact oh, yeah? told me I, my contact told me that um, that that they were cutting that they were cutting together this trailer. They had some ideas rolling around between them and the trailer house, and then someone I don't know how I think they meant to send it to to somebody in their family accidentally sent uh, this video. I, that video got mixed up in the email chain and that somehow led to them cutting together that Resident Evil trailer. You have no fucking idea how hard I hit the pause button and said no fucking way when I saw that trailer. You have no fucking idea. I almost pissed myself laughing at that. I could not breathe because someone thought it was a good idea to take a song that is associated with a gay hitman uh he-man meme from 2010 from 11 years ago and say you know what resident evil <laughs> this is in a resident evil trailer <laughs> holy shit that zombie just turned around and so I wake in the morning and I step outside. what the fuck <laughs> Okay, but in all seriousness, what the fuck was that first trailer, though? What was that? Dude, I I wish I could tell you. Look, I made a I made a, a Twitter thread about it that are all my opinions on that. And it's like the second trailer is great. It's it's it looks good. Okay, but this movie or like movie has a lot working against it. That being a the pacing is probably going to be abysmal. And B, it does. It looks like shit. Okay, like what do you want me to say? It like, does it? No. I cannot no. cognitively get over Leon from Vatos Locos. I cannot get over that. <laughs> okay, you know what? I fair. I understand. Like I know people are on Twitter saying, "Please stop calling." Jill Sheva in the Resident Evil trailer, but I can't, I cannot get over it cognitively. It is so funny to me that I cannot stop laughing at Leon from Vatos Locos. I cannot. <laughs> it like it looks like a porn parody. All right. Like the cosplays are close enough, but just off enough to be like, I could see these actors pulling their titties and dicks out. And fucking <laughs> like halfway through the movie and just start raw dogging. Oh no, you are almost a Jill sandwich. 
<laughs> oh no! Zombies have breached the gate of the RPD. In all seriousness, I just I I think that the pacing is going to be bad. Like that's my my biggest sort of criticism. All jokes about how the actors look one way and it looks like a porn parody and this Trunks trailer song was dumb. All that aside, all the all the bullshit aside, I think the pacing is just going to be fucking terrible because they've got two entire games of plot. And if this movie is going to be at max like three hours, condensing the whole plot of RE1 and 2 into an hour and a half segments plus like That's an introduction funny. is is you are going to have to to cut out a lot. Yeah, that's not happening. So it's like, is there going to be more RE1? Is there going to be more RE2? What's going to be not in it versus what's going to be in it? And it's like, what if you guys just didn't do this? <laughs> what if it just didn't happen and we just got like a parofella like kind of thing? <laughs> Fellas in Raccoon like City. Hey there, Jeeves the Robot Butler here. For context, Parofella 4, Fellas in Inaba, is a pornographic parody of Persona 4 that is infamous for its decent cosplays for the female characters, ugly bastard Natura male characters, and overall weird production value. I mean, it's weird seeing Chie get absolutely manhandled and splodged on, Naoto getting all manner of things put in all manner of places, and so on. Anyways, back to the podcast, and remember, drink water. <laughs> look, 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 look. I'm willing to forgive this movie if there's an end credit scene where they where they say that there's a woman named Alice. I'm gonna forgive the movie if they put it in Alice cameo, okay? <laughs> I'm I would I will take an absolute an actual porn parody at that point. But at the end they'll say and then it just shows Alice or something. I'll take it at that point. Fuck it, but no pun intended. <laughs> but <laughs> but Paro Paro Evil 4, Fellas in Raccoon City just doesn't it just doesn't look like it's gonna be great. It looks like it's gonna be a six out of ten, honestly. Uh I guess we'll see. Cause I know that the other um Resident Evil movies not great, and I don't expect this one to be any better. But I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Because it do, it does look like it has a uh, good production value, at least high yeah, production value. It does. But just the actual premise is, <laughs> I, I can't get behind it. I don't know. This is something bothers me, and I can't put my finger on what it is. Mm-hmm. But just some something feels wrong. Something I feel like halfway through the movie, it's gonna click and be like, ah. So it is shit. (laughs) (laughs) For me, it's like I'm getting thrown off by the fact that Chris is interacting with Claire because in my mind, he was gone for like all of RE2 because he was off fucking around setting up the plot of Code Veronica. So mm-hmm. seeing Chris and Claire interact where she's like, I, Chris, I got to break the story about what's going on in Raccoon City is so fucking weird to me because Claire isn't a fucking journalist. <laughs> she's a college student who goes on to be like a fucking uh, an activist, you know. 
She's not like Frank West. <laughs> like, I was literally just about to fucking say that. At this point, you should just, just make just Dead Rising the movie. Like, the reason why the old Resident Evils are so good is the same reason why I like Resident Evil 5. Because I don't play Resident Evil 5. Seriously, it's a fucking, it's a shit post that game. And, and I wouldn't, I would not like Resident Evil 5 if it wasn't so cheesy. And that's why I like the old ones, the old Resident Evil movies. But this game is like, no, this movie, I should say. Is like, no, we're trying to be the real story of Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City in a world where none of the characters look like they're supposed to. Orale ese, what you trying to get up to? Where Albert yeah, Wesker. And then two seconds later, they go. <laughs> So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. In the realm of good video game adaptations, though, Shenmue the animation. That looks good. (laughs) Let me tell you, as a Shenmue fan, there are five of us, and we meet on Wednesdays, and there's free t-shirts and buffalo wings. In the realm of of good video game adaptations, this is looking to be one of the better ones. Shenmue oh, yeah. 1 and 2's full story. I don't know if they're going to adapt Shenmue 3 yet, but um, I don't think they said they were going to adapt Shenmue 3, just 1 and 2. But mm. this looks great. I hope to God. I, I'm praying to God this will get people to play Shenmue. Please, it's so good. I, I hope I like that's it. the case. I really do. Because there are also people that go around saying, oh, Shenmue used to be good. It was good for its time. Saying, like, it doesn't hold up and it isn't so Shenmue was always story. good. Y'all niggas was just hating. But, hey, what do we know about that? <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is honestly, like, my catchphrase at this point. It was always good. Y'all niggas was just hating. But it was. You can play all of Shenmue on your fucking PS4. Play it, man. Please. Shenmue 3 was awesome. iPad 12 is just a hater. And most of the niggas who watched the video probably didn't even play Shenmue 3. I don't fucking believe them. I don't believe those comments. Is there a, wait, oh, oh, oh no. Is there like another video that's talking about uh, a certain video game that changes the perspective of everyone who watches it? No, it's just iPad 12 is very influential. And when he says something is bad, a lot of people just believe it. Oh, okay. Remember, he so said Yakuza Like a Dragon was bad. So that guy's... I, I love you, iPad Swoop. I like your content a lot. I listen to your podcast, okay? But your fucking opinions are trash sometimes. <laughs> he said Yakuza Like a Dragon was bad. <laughs> it's the best one. <sighs> anyway. Shenmue <laughs> yeah, the anime looks you. fantastic. It looks fantastic. <laughs> it looks so fucking good. Those fight scenes when it showed Landy fighting, um, sh- fighting Rio's dad, I was like, "Holy shit, dude!" And they're actually going into Rio's um, like karate background. Yep, that's fucking sick. Yep, that is cool. Yep. So we didn't we didn't really get a lot of that in the games. We got like uh, the first one. It was kind of touched upon, and then like never after that. What I want more than anything else is to see the moves from the games in this in the in the show because a lot of those moves were just taken from Virtual Fighter Three. <laughs> Are you fucking? 
No, I'm not. Are you serious? No, I'm I'm completely <laughs> serious. Uh, Shenmue One was built in the same engine uh, with the with Virtual Fighter 3's combat engine. So there are straight up reused animations. I know Ka- one of Kage's through and Wolf's throws are in there. Uh, I know Akira's um, Raymond Chochu is in Shenmue Two. You know, the body check is in Shenmue Three. The the Tetsuzanko, that's Akira's most mm-hmm. famous move. So it's like. What I want, I want to see, I want to see some, 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 uh, some Virtua Fighter moves in there. That would make me fucking lose my mind. But, but other than that, I mean, this game, <laughs> this, uh, not this game, this anime looks like it will be a faithful recreation of Shenbu 1 and 2 in a beautiful art style. Beautiful art it's style. So fucking nice. So nice. Absolutely. I'm so glad that Shenmue is finally getting some love because it was shit on. And its fan base was so underground and niche for years, man. That that it is that I'm so fucking happy to see it getting love. So fucking happy. Like I like I'm being like so genuine right now. It it, mm-hmm. it brings me so much joy to see Shenmue getting this love. And if Shenmue, the anime, gets this love and attention, perhaps, you know, we'll be able to get Shenmue 4 and Yu Suzuki will be able to finish his masterpiece. You know, that's that what I want more than sick. anything else. Cause that, that guy, would be that guy loves his fucking. That guy loves the games he makes, dude. It's so obvious if you watch any interview with him that he's a real passionate dude. And like, yeah, I know you can mm-hmm. kind of make a meme like Yu Suzuki doesn't play video games, but like the video games he makes are fucking fantastic. That dude was the director behind like Space Harrier and Super Hang On and Virtua Fighter, and it was like. And he made Shenmue as well. And it's like, holy shit, dude. This guy has got something. He's got something that only few other game developers have. People like Yoko Taro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's got that secret sauce. He's got the stuff. He's got that. He's got that hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So it's like, okay, but I... here's hmm. here's the thing. Here's what's uh, make a break for me. Hmm. If they don't spend like five episodes just walking from town to town to make it realistic <laughs> like the game. Yo, I wonder um, if they're going to sure. have the game score in it. That'd be wild if they did. <laughs> like, honestly, like, I expect at one point for fucking Rio um, uh, to, to, walk, to walk past the tomato store and to just hear this fucking music. Need that. I, I, I need that in my life. I need that Gok Gok Shenmue 3000 in my life that Rio never got <laughs> because he was like asexual or something and never in his life thought about fucking uh, Nozomi for some fucking reason. So, for some reason. <laughs> it pissed me off. I was like, dude, she's right there. She likes you. She's laid the pipe already, bro. Come on. Get Her out head was on his shoulder and he was just like, hmm. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I, I can't believe. even lie though. I I be that oblivious sometimes. I'm not even. I'm just an oblivious ass nigga. I'd be like, ah, she's not sending me the, the right signs. <laughs> At least go for it. At least ask, you know. But uh, I I think uh, overall, this is a benefit to Shenmue fans, absolutely. And I like I said, I pray that this uh, pushes people to play the games. And I know that Shenmue is not for everybody. It's got some real weird, janky ass shit in it, and it's. You know, an old, it's an old ass fucking game, but that, it is yeah. it is accessible. 
very accessible. So you have nothing to lose by trying it out. And if you want to get into it before the anime starts, it's pretty inexpensive to get at least Shenmue 1 and 2 because that's what's going to be covered in the anime. So Mm -hmm. please do. Please do. Do you know if the anime is going to be only covered on Adult Swim? Um, It's Adult Swim plus Crunchyroll. Oh, okay. They said that at the end of the trailer, an Adult Swim plus Crunchyroll, an Adult Swim plus Crunchyroll joint is what they said. (laughs) <laughs> it's like fuck who's directing this shit spike lee so i'm i'm so fucking ready dude oh, i gotta fuck. say what's, what's up? up no i just looked up shenmue anime and i and like you know it's got a decent amount of views like sixty two thousand on adult swim and seventy seven thousand on crunchyroll and i'm just looking that's through pretty, that's pretty good it's pretty good but uh seeing seeing uh like all the community love for Shenmue is, is just making my heart all, all, all big. That's what you love to see. That's what you love to see. This is what I need. <laughs> you were, what were you going to say though, Joe? No, I was just I, literally, I, I was just going to make another joke and say that if we don't get the forklift scene. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> we don't get real but, working at the docks. <laughs> but the animation style—I know that you had already mentioned it—but the animation style, if they're able to, um, because you know how sometimes they just be showing off like these hella nice-looking uh, fights, and like you know, just to be like, "Hey, this is really good. Come yeah. watch it." And then like ninety percent of them being end up being shit. I really hope that isn't the case. <laughs> the, the, they only showed the rat fight in this trailer. Looks like. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? The fucking uh, yeah. the rat the rat fight from part four. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, I know this isn't as big news as probably what we're going to be talking about soon, but um, Yakuza Like a Dragon got a sequel that was announced today. That was ah, announced. It, it was announced with the um, news that Toshiro Nagoshi was leaving Sega. And I've talked about this on my Instagram, man. I, I talked about it on Reddit a little bit, but it's like, uh, it's a tr- it's truly the, the end of an era because Nagoshi worked on some of Sega's best titles. The man worked on Shenmue. He worked on Daytona USA. He worked on... Uh, fucking virtual racing he worked on uh he worked on f-zero gx as well which is fucking awesome wow okay yeah that's cool you know he worked on super monkey ball and he obviously worked on yakuza which i have personal attachments to pretty much all those games i mentioned except for maybe uh f-zero gx but the man is a is a living legend and to see him depart this company that he had a hand in changing uh it's it's kind of sad truly it's but you know what i wish him good tides in the rest of his career and i hope to god he doesn't go work for that scumbag chinese company that offered him a job so tencent i don't think i think it was tencent but i, I don't think it was at the same time I, I wouldn't be able to tell you i just know that it was a company that has been um that has had a, a shady past yeah i i remember seeing that um during the summertime like it was in discussion like a, in, in negotiations or something but kind of kind of sad Seeing that yeah. happen, I've only played a few of those games that you've mentioned. Shenmue being one of them, obviously, mm-hmm. and Yakuza. But man, that's sad. That's really sad. Yeah, I just I hope that it's uh, that it's not that company. And if it's not, then 
Good luck to you, Nagoshi. You've changed. I mean, I, I you've changed a lot of people's lives, dude. So, but with that, it was announced that Yakuza Like a Dragon sequel is currently in development as we speak, which is, uh, uh, you know, if you don't look at the podcast logo, you might not understand uh, how much I like Yakuza Like a Dragon. If you don't look at my YouTube channel, you might not understand how much I like Yakuza and Yakuza Like a Dragon. But uh, that is insane fucking news. Thank you for confirming it. I mean, we all knew it was coming, but still to say it, for it to come from the horse's mouth is is something different. All right. Yes. Ichiban's story will continue. That's what we need. That's what I need. They said maybe at the uh, uh, in like six months to a year, which is nuts. What? That's insane. You, d- Joe, trust me, man. You do not know how insane the turnaround in these games is. They reuse a lot of assets, and I do not care. <laughs> They they just they do and I don't care because these games are quality and they pump them out. These games are surprisingly annual, surprisingly annual. Like mm. Yakuza fucking um, like two thousand five. Uh, there's Yakuza one. Two thousand six. There's Yakuza two. Fucking two thousand seven. I think that's when Kenzon came out. Two thousand eight. That's when Yakuza three came out. Like it's 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 surprisingly annual. This shit they 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 pump these out like every year or two. So it's like, thanks. Appreciate you. <laughs> so just no, to just to know that it's coming is is something else entirely. I don't know. It's just you. you you're saying that uh, that that it's it, you know it's not really a big surprise to see this come out like this soon. It's not. But to me, right? I look at the scope of these games and. The scope is pretty fucking big, I gotta say. From what I know, it's not like, um, I don't know, another yearly title like Call of Duty or not so much anymore, but Assassin's Creed or, you know, just another yearly title. Um, where those, they're, they're fundamentally the same thing. But I look at Yakuza, they all have completely different narratives and different stories yeah the combat might be the same but you know it's a fucking whatever that's that's not what you're going to go play yakuza for i mean it, it might be like the little cherry on top for some it's, but it's for me when i started when i when i when i started playing i wasn't going in because like oh hey this style of combat is really cool i i've only heard that the story is fucking amazing that's mm-hmm. what i went in there for so to seeing the seeing the scope of these games and seeing them pumped out like year or relatively speaking year after year that's so i don't know that sounds weird that sounds weird you'd think that there'd be like a horrible work culture there but to my knowledge there's not because it's because they just reuse a lot of assets dude that's that's it hmm like yakuza 6 was developed in the new dragon engine right and they weren't able to finish develop they weren't able to finish uh remodeling kamarocho for yakuza 6 and then judgment came out which all it did was just finish the update and add in the story and shit. And it's like, well, that's that's that done with. Then Yakuza <laughs> Kiwami 2 comes out and it just changes a little bit of the, um, the map. And then it puts the Sotenbori map into the Dragon Engine, which probably didn't require as much. I mean, the map was changed a little bit, but it's like, there it is. It's just a lot of assets get reused. That's that's their secret is they just they reuse a lot of assets and no one cares. Well, apparently Twitter does. Nope. Those fucking dumbass <laughs> Twitter goblins 
who were complaining about the boat animation, they could never complain about the Yakuza series because all of the Yakuza fans just say yes and. Yeah, him. Well, I'm waiting for the problem here. Yeah, like I've never met a single person who's like, oh, they reused the assets. <laughs> and it's like, welp. I saw someone complain about that once, actually, but it's like that person was kind of a had, had kind of some pretty bad takes. So it's like, ah, whatever. <laughs> it was like, like, like people don't care that, that Yakuza, uh, that you that judgment that lost judgment has the same Kamarocho map from Judgment, uh, has the same has all the same maps from Yakuza Like a Dragon. No one cares. No one cares. They put in they put like like Yakuza uh, like Lost Judgment has all the same fucking shit that in Ijin Show that Yakuza Like a Dragon had in it, plus a little bit more. That's it. They just keep adding a little bit more every time, and people are just like, "Yep, keep making these games. They're great." Because people love them. Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me how people love them, Joe. Tell me about it. <laughs> and this is this is gonna be a uh, another turn base, right? Because they had said yeah. that. Uh, Yakuza yeah. is going to be a turn-based game from now on? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the mainline games, the ones that are called Yakuza are going to be turn-based. And then the side games, which are going to be the Judgment games, or if they're ever going to continue those, whatever they're going to be called after this, are going to be the Brawler games. So it's like you're literally getting like two games for the price of, for, you know, just getting two separate games. Yakuza's split in half now. And I'm like, great. Because Yakuza Like a Dragon was fantastic. It's fucking great. It's the best one. Mm. All right. And it's like, you you don't get it, man. They made that game turn based in like they made that game turn based <laughs> in like in like eight months. Completely, eight months? completely reinvented the gameplay system in like eight months or some shit. They released a, 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 a an yeah. April Fool's trailer, and people reacted to it so well that they were like, you know what? Let's make it fucking turn based, and they did. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> I've never seen a dev just be like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. Just leave that in there. So the April Fool's trailer came out on, on the 1st of April, 2019. And Yakuza mm -hmm. Like a Dragon launched in Japan uh, on the 16th of September, 2020. The 16th wow. of January, 2020. Not September. What am I? Fucking stupid? Yeah. 16th of January, 2020. So it's like... They did all that. <laughs> all that. And then Lost Judgment was a simultaneous global release. So it's like, they're getting better and better at cranking these games out. Wow, they're, yeah, they're just pumping them out. Yeah, they're, they're doing something over at RGC. They're on some type of drugs, man. Thank you. <laughs> and, and they're working. <laughs> they're fucking working. Yeah, thankfully. You know, I'm just, I'm just happy that... Uh, that this series is continuing. Because, like I said, I love Yakuza Like a Dragon. It is the best one. Ichiban is my second favorite character in the franchise, granted. But, you know, he's uh, he's he's something special. Then who's your favorite? Akiyama. Let me, let me put it to you this way. Akiyama in Japanese is voiced by this guy, Koichi Yamadera. Koichi Yamadera is the Japanese voice for uh, Spike Spiegel and Kaji from Evangelion. Ooh, so if you want to know okay. what kind of character Akiyama is, uh, just think of those two. Combined into one. That's cool. That's he is cool. the lazy That's kicking cool. man. He is very lazy and he kicks people in the face. <laughs> I like that. It's my favorite character. I love him so much. He was supposed to be in Yakuza Like a Dragon, but they, but due to scheduling conflicts, he couldn't be. And that kind of saddens no. me a little bit. Because I like him. 
<laughs> Fuck. Yeah, they're, they're doing so much. They they went for the English dub of Yakuza uh, Like a Dragon, and I'm not sure if they did it for the English dub of Judgment because I don't I don't play these games in English. I never have and I never will. Except for the first Yakuza game because that game's only in English, but I also played the, the Japanese PS3 hard. version of that. It's a really weird history behind that. Anyway, um, uh, uh, for the English dub of Yakuza Like a Dragon, they went and they changed the lip flaps. Oh, okay. so the cutscenes were rendered in a way that uh, that you can play the game in English and you wouldn't know that it was dubbed. You wouldn't know that. That's cool. That's good. Yeah. And and another fun thing is they went back and they got uh, almost all of the original dub actors. They got Kiryu's original voice actor from 2005 to come back in Yakuza wow. Like Dragon, which was the most <laughs> insane hey, shit, the most insane shit. They didn't get Mark Hamill to come back as Majima, unfortunately. Instead, Matthew Mercer is playing Majima, I guess, mm. which is fine. But it's like, yeah. but it's so. like uh, fucking Darrow Carrillo as Kiryu after 15 years is so much better because he's so much more experienced. It's like these games are put there. They've uh, they've got so much love put into them. You might know Darrow Carrillo as Asher from Destiny. Mm. so i'm like yeah yeah i'm like this is fucking fantastic dude so I, I, all in all uh thank god because i i need more yakuza in my life as though i don't have uh any any uh any of it you know uh, you know <laughs> i don't know as though i don't have enough as though i didn't buy lost judgment twice before it even released so fuck it you did you did So GTA the trilogy on next gen is a thing. About fucking time. Can't wait to uh, I'm excited for it just because it's coming in Nintendo Switch. That's 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 the reason why I'm excited about it. Yeah. True. Like Can't I wait for it to run like shit though. It shouldn't these are PS2 games. What are you, a fucking Twitter goblin? Is that what you are? Dude. GTA the trilogy, hope it's not a cloud version. It's just three PS2 games not that hard you you say that you say that now i say that as though people because a lot of people must have fucking misheard whatever sakurai said and he thought that he said that kingdom hearts one and two were gonna be fucking cloud-based he said that for kingdom hearts three not one and two all right do i do i need to remind you that sonic colors exist was a fucking wii game that ran like dog shit Two generations later. This is a PS2 game. Oh, well, well, look, man, that I thought that was pre-patch. I thought that the, that the uh, bug rumors about that game were over-exaggerated because they got patched out no, like, with like a day one was, patch. Nope, the frame rate is still an issue as far as I know. Well, that's Sonic Team. That's not Rockstar. They don't have that kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. They don't have that kind of money. If I can at least play them on my Switch and in the PS2 renders, I'll be fine. Fuck it, dude. I just want to play... Put every video game ever made on the Switch so I can just play them while I'm taking a shit. That's all I can... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Just do it. <laughs> all right. G like, I, I want to play, you know, GTA San Andreas and Vice City, especially Vice City, because that's like the best old GTA. Uh, don't fucking at me. All right. 
uh, I want to play that oh, one, Taking dude. a Shit. I want to play the Persona Origins collection that's going to be releasing uh, sometime in 2022 with Persona 1 and the Persona 2 Duology oh, on my Switch with all of the PSP content and updated graphics, as well as uh, uncompressed music and uh, a digital art book and a digital soundtrack uh, with options to play with the original soundtrack and, a, and a PSP soundtrack. Thank you very much, Atlas, uh, for $30 to $40 USD. I appreciate that you're going to be uh, giving Sending it to Atlas as a threat? <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to, to play that on my switch as well but like i just care that it's on the switch that's my biggest deal um good thing it's releasing uh rockstar was being so quiet about the gta 3 10th anniversary news for so fucking long 20th anniversary news 20th anniversary news for so fucking long uh that people thought they weren't going to do anything but i mean this is this is good news and plus it's coming to the switch so i guess nintendo doesn't really care about violence and sex no more <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bayonetta 2 is a Wii U exclusives, but you know what I mean. Like, we all know they haven't for a while. Not since they lost the market lead. They haven't cared about that kind of thing. So, yeah. finally. Thank you guys for saying it's coming out, because um, I was getting very tired of GTA YouTubers making the same fucking video over and over and over again for the past couple months. Clickbait shit. Jesus Christ. Is GTA the trilogy real? Leaked. And it's like, for a month, that was all they were doing. I hate GTA YouTubers. They're the worst. They've been the worst ever since GTA 5 released, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like GTA YouTubers, and to some extent, Mudahar, even though I like Mudahar, uh, don't understand that game development takes a lot of time, especially uh, nowadays when game development costs infinitely more. People are forgetting the fact that it took Red Dead Redemption eight years to come out. Red Dead Redemption but 2 hey. eight years to come out. And that was after GTA 5 and Max Payne 3 also came out. It took five years after that as well. So it's like, yeah. hmm. It's almost like Rockstar puts a lot of work into their games and complain all you want about the fucking third re-release of GTA 5. But hey, man, if this is going to make GTA 6 better by giving it the funds needed, then take my fucking money, bro. I just want GTA 6 to be good. See, my 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 question is, right, it's it's obvious, obvious. This doesn't need to be said, but it, it's obvious that. Uh, the online GTA Online is what's bringing them money. Why don't they just release GTA Online? They're going to PS Five. I've heard no, that like, they said. I've heard a, that GTA Five is going to be a, GTA Online is going to be getting a standalone in the way that Red okay. Dead Online got a standalone. So yeah, because it's about fucking time. I don't think anyone's buying a, a PS Five version of uh, GTA Five just for the story. I no guess. one is. No, 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 no one is. But uh, like Red Dead Online got a five dollars standalone version. You could just pay five dollars instead of having and, and pay the other fifty five to get the fucking story mode, you know. So it's like mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised at all if uh, GTA Online gets a standalone. And honestly, I think that's the better option. Honestly, just let GTA Online be like an online fucking MMO, all right, and then just let the other GTA games just be the campaigns. That's fine by me. Just put the other, just put the new, put put the Liberty City map in there. Put the GTA Six map in there. You're good. That's all I gotta do. Because like there's absolutely no need at this point, right? Because the online is what's needing the most support, right? I I don't think anyone, <laughs> I don't think anyone at, at Rockstar is freaking out because there's some bug that's happening in the campaign mode. No, the single player needed support. They like, needed support and they just ago. didn't get it. So how so? Because it is fucking bad. Like I don't know. GTA Five story is nowhere no, near, nowhere near as quality as GTA Four story. Nowhere near. And they were gonna well, not, put hmm? not not isn't not isn't story quality. I just mean like 
as a sandbox. No, right? no, why, no, obviously not. But it's like GTA Five st- was going to get single player content, and it didn't because the online mode just exploded. So it's like when I say it needed this thing, I mean it needed it because people still wanted it. You know what I mean? And were willing to mm-hmm. pay for it. And Rockstar was going to do it until the online would have made them much more money in shark cards. So that's what I mean. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Also, because GTA 5 story just sucks compared to GTA 4. But that's um, that besides the point. <laughs> I mean, you can't even complete GTA 4 on modern platforms anymore. So I don't know what the fuck I'm even saying there. But you know what? Can't even complete GTA 4 on modern platforms? What? Yeah. Like, I played through it on my uh, Series S. And mm-hmm. uh, which is cool and is cash money, but you know what's not cash money is tying actions is to the frame rate and requiring twice as many uh, inputs to do them. So GTA 4 is almost impossible to complete on Series S. I am stuck on the last mission because I can't tap the A button that fast, and I don't have a controller with auto fire, and I'm not going to buy one just for that game. So for that one scenario, then return it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do that. So uh, GTA 4. Can't even finish it these days, but that's fine. It's still a better game than GTA 5 is, but that's that's all I mean. I mean, I think every aspect of GTA 4 is better than GTA 5, but, you know, I've trust me, I've put like a thousand plus hours. I, I think I put 2000 plus hours into GTA Online, so I think I have enough ground to say that. Mm-hmm. And that's only PS4 hours. That's not PS3 hours as well, because I spent two extra years on the PS3 version of that game. So. Ah, you you were one of those. Day one. Sweaty hards Day running one. around in that nope. flying motorcycle. Nope. No, the flying motorcycle wasn't even added in the PSC version, first off. And second off, all right, I wasn't one of those sweaty Yeah, what was added, uh, what, with the PS? Uh, no, I think, was it? I don't remember. All I know is it wasn't in the PS4 oh, no. version. It, it wasn't in the PS3 version. Jesus Christ, slipping up. All I was doing back in the day was just grinding missions so that I could get enough money to buy the shit that I liked. And then I bought it and did repeated the process over and over and over and over and over again. And that's still how I play GTA because I'm not a fucking sweaty piece of shit who blows you up with a flying oppressor. I have one, yes, but that's because it's fast and allows me to get certain missions done faster. To expedite the process of getting money. Man, last time I played online, not counting the few times that I played on PS4 because that was just... I hop on, I do some shit, and then I get off because you know, yeah, I just find it boring. But back on 360, it was so much simpler. It was so much easier. There wasn't as much going on. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't as involved as it is now where you have to sell your soul in order to get, like, uh, in, in order to get money. Yeah. Now you, that's... It, it, it's a day job just trying to get money back in the day welcome to the jungle it fucking money. sucks here all right that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, i mean that's gta for you that's modern gta that's rockstar after uh all of their best developers left so you know what i'm just gonna let it be um i just i want to play this game while i take a shit that's the only takeaway i have just let me play it while i'm <laughs> shitting out of my asshole and you've got I mean, my money Theoretically speaking, you already came with the mobile versions, the iOS version. Yeah. They took those off the store. Yeah, they're taking those off the store in like the next week. Oh, they so, are. Oh, yeah, so okay. buy them while you can. So I think, I mean, I know they said that they were taking off the um ver- the the current versions on all the stores. 
And I wonder mm-hmm. if they're going to be taking off the PS2 classics. I wonder if, if they're going to be allowed that's to do pro- that. Is that not what it's referring to? Probably, probably. But I wonder if that's the one they're talking about. Or if they're just talking mm-hmm. about the versions that are currently on the Rockstar Launcher and on Steam. I wonder if that's what they're talking about. But I don't know. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. But I feel like PS2 classics are kind of bloated right now anyway. Like I said, like I said, no one fucking wants to play Fatal Fury Battle Archives Volume Two. No one fucking does. Okay? <laughs> but I mean, like, there's a lot of good Rockstar games on on PSU Classics anyway. Like, they got the Warriors on there for some fucking reason. Wow, which is a fucking underrated title in the first place. All right, the Warriors is fantastic. Oh, Have you played the Warriors? I've heard of it, but mm, have you seen I'm the film? I did not know that was a movie. <laughs> Did I just commit blasphemy? I'm very The Warriors confused. is one of the greatest cult classic films ever released. Warriors come out to play. Yeah, I've heard that before. And of course, because that phrase has permeated pop culture because that movie is so fucking good. Oh, you know, now that we're on That's the topic, fuck. rest in peace, Thief. What happened to Thief? Or not Thief. Uh, wasn't th- th- that one fucking game that was revealed, uh, that Rockstar revealed back in the 360 uh, days, like the PS3 days? Agent? Generation. Yeah, that one. I-, I-, I don't know why. I just that game has been Thief dead Thief. for fucking years, dude. I know, but they officially removed it from like their um, like game like catalog, like catalog on their on their page. No, I saw I saw Thief on steam and that's the one that came to my head oh. but yeah they officially removed it from their catalog so well we saw it we heard like nothing of it we know nothing of it that we game was canceled internally it. years ago i i don't give a shit <laughs> didn't even see the light of day if you would have told me that in 2015 i would have been fucking upset but no i don't know that game's been gone for a long fucking time Have you ever complained about a video game or like anything being removed from your library? I believe so. So it's like delisted from a store or, you know, whatever. It's like licensing got removed. Whatever. Have you ever complained about that? Have I ever? Have I I ever? It's just a thought. I don't know. No, I'm just asking. Uh, I just Capcom Two was delisted from the Xbox Live Store. Yes, I have. Oh. Uh, I have done it. Uh, oh, yes, have you? I have. That's really interesting. Oh, that's that's pretty cool. Um, so Thursday of this week, this October week. You mean Thursday oh. the seventh or Thursday September thirtieth? No, uh, Thursday. The seventh. Okay, so yesterday, October twenty twenty one, uh, Bungie struck again. What they do? So last year, I think last year they introduced a thing called the Destiny Content Vault. I think I've might have mentioned it before. Yes, you did on the second episode, I believe, episode number two. Yeah. So, so you know, it's like, oh, they're just putting stuff in there and then putting it back out, right? So they announced the second wave of 
the Destiny content vault, but the stuff that's being put in the vault. And this time around, it's the Forsaken um, campaign. Now, for me, who has put several thousand hours into the game, I have gotten my fair share of Forsaken. I don't think I have touched that campaign in actual years. I've done it multiple times on all of my characters. I don't care for it. Like, it's it, 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 it's a thing that exists, right? But then people go out here and complain that, oh, I didn't get a chance to play the Forsaken campaign. Why are you guys removing it? Fuck you, Bungie. Mind you, the, the campaign has been out for three years. So, so there's that. So yeah, they they announced that they're that they're vaulting the Forsaken campaign along with a destination called the Tangled Shore, which people are also complaining about that being sunset. But destinations have been free since Shadowkeep, which has been two years, two and a half years, give or take. Well, yeah, cl- closer to two years. But besides the point. Um, a whole de- a whole destination is, is being vaulted, and that's the only thing they are keeping. The raid that came with Forsaken, they are keeping the dungeon that came with Forsaken, and they are keeping the second location known as the Dreaming City that came with Forsaken. Nowadays, I think it's priced at around, I think fifteen or twenty dollars. I haven't checked. Uh, on sale, it's probably like five dollars. So for the sake of this, let's just say that it's $15, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, back in the day, when it first came out, paid $40 for it. And I would say I got my money's worth. I mean, shit, I played that game. I, th- I think that was, that's been my favorite year of Destiny, like, ever. Uh, the second year of Destiny 2. Because that was back when it was actually um, enjoyable. But... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Bungie announced this and people are upset. I have two things to say about this and they, they're both kind of on the, on opposite ends because I understand why people are upset. Like imagine if you woke up one day and I, I don't know how I could put this into context for you, but like a stupid, a stupid fucking example. Like in, what is your least played fighting game? Do you, what would you say? Ooh, fuck. Um. Well, okay, maybe like not your series? least played, but your least favorite. Like, what? What is it? What is a fighting game that you just don't like? Blaze Blue. Okay, imagine if fucking they went out. Uh, the Blaze Blue developers. Uh, is it Arxis? Arxis. The, the yes. Yes. Yeah. Imagine if Arxis came out and said, "Hey, we're removing these characters from the game because no one plays them." That's up. Uh That's 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 uh bad. I should say. I shouldn't yeah. say our word. So that's essentially what's going on here. Except it's not it's not the same scenario because fighting games are the, you interact with the with a fighting game different than you do with a shooting game. But I, I guess that's like a way to put it into perspective. They're removing a campaign that essentially no one played anymore mm-hmm. and that no one, like everyone's kind of sick and tired of it. At least the people that I talk to um, that I have asked about it, they're kind of sick and tired of it. Um, 
along with the destination. The destination that they're putting away into the Destiny content vault is literally only used for a strike, which is like a mini dungeon, and resources. Like to get like there's like there's like a vendor that sells resources to you, like uh, I don't know, like gunsmith materials or legendary shards, you know, whatever. Well, fucking ever. So that's, that's the only reason that they, th- those uh, places are used. But then I, I completely understand. I paid $40 for this. And it's just being taken away from me for no reason other than, ooh, we don't want the game to get too big. As if it's not already 100 gigabytes. Yeah, uh, right? Uh, <laughs> that is blow the fucking game. stupid. That is fucking stupid. And I think I if this is saying anything about, you know, games entirely um, going forward, then I'm kind of concerned. Yeah, because I mean, not not just for Destiny, right? Because for fucking Destiny, I don't care, right? Like, I got my money's worth of that DLC. I paid $40. I got my $40 worth. I'm not too upset. But imagine if someone new came in. Uh, they just started playing last week. They bought, like, the edition that comes with all the DLCs. And then one of them is already being taken away in, what, uh, five months from now. I would, yeah, I completely understand why they're upset that's fucking bullshit it's like i paid for this why are you taking it away from me i think i said this last time we talked about the destiny 2 content fault but like y'all should have just made the third fucking game already like why the that's fuck would you saying. fucking vault the fucking content that people paid for without any way for them to get it back what's your fucking what are you fucking stupid just make destiny oh. fucking three like what the fuck <laughs> See, you you would think that they would take the logical route right but no, no, no. It's what you were talking about, after all. Uh, funnily enough, I don't play a lot of PvP. Um, it just it just doesn't appeal to me. It's I, I will say it's fun on occasion because it's it kind of reminds me of uh, of Quake in a way. It's like I can I can see arena. that I played a lot of uh, Crucible when I played yeah. Destiny, and. But most of the time, it's not very fun. They're introducing a new map, I believe, next season with the launch of Witch Queen DLC. And guess fucking what? Hmm. (laughs) Guess fucking what? Hmm. It's not even a new map. It's a map from Destiny 1. Jesus fucking Christ, (laughs) dude. See, the last time any fucking Destiny discourse was anywhere near me was when I was listening to Castle Super Beast. And uh, Pat from Castle Super Beast, aka Pat from The Best Friends, was talking about uh, how fucking stupid Destiny 2 content can be. Where uh, Mm -hmm. he was like, he did some quest to get a gun. uh, And it's like pretty recent. It was like last week or two. He did like a quest to get like a gun. And he took it to Crucible and it was really fun. And like apparently that gun is getting immediately nerfed like next week. So it's like. Oh, that, that was probably that was probably the Dead Man's Tale, which I think that's what it was. One. I think that's what because imagine but I don't remember. Imagine the uh fuck it. I think it's the BR from Halo. Yeah. Imagine if you had that just running around, hip firing everyone, 
from the entire, like, all the way across the map. Yeah. In Halo, that works. In Destiny, it doesn't. Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of... Yeah. I, I get that frustration, though. It's like, I think hey, that whole concept is kind of fucking stupid. With a, with, a, with a nerf. I make fun of Destiny a lot, and it seems like Destiny really fucking wants me to make fun of it, because they keep fucking doing dumb shit like this. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> if I was playing a, yeah. if I was playing fucking, like, Virtua Fighter, and they announced, hey guys, most people don't play Akira, we're taking him out of the game, I'd fucking burn Sega to the fucking ground. So... <laughs> It, so so to have something that you paid forty dollars for just taken a fucking way without you having any power to stop it is a uh, fucking nuts. And if any game company tried to do that to me, I'd burn them to the fucking ground. Take my fucking money? Are you serious? You know what's funny is that uh, after this, people actually went into their terms of service, and uh-huh. in there it directly states. That you don't own the game. You yeah. own a license yeah. for the game and yeah. that they can change it however they see fit. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I found that so funny. Yeah. Just I don't I, I don't know. It's just I I know that this is like starting with Bungie, right? But Bungie is in all ways like like there's no other way to put it but they're fucking they're a huge company right they, yeah. they, they make billions oh maybe not billions but i'm pretty sure it's billions. tens of millions of dollars each year probably hundreds of millions considering that uh like in in one of the events uh the fucking i think it was a christmas event they had a special finisher that was only for money they made a few hundred thousand dollars within the first day. Jesus Lord. So I wouldn't fucking but, doubt it. <laughs> um I mean look, this is life if, in the if, days if of this buying is, games this is a, digitally, man. This is this is what happens when you buy games digitally. Is yep. they can do this shit to you. Buy your games physically. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck who you are. Buy them physically. I am buying all my mm-hmm. games physically. I motherfucker i bought lost judgment digitally and physically before it even fucking released i'm not taking chances and having this shit get taken away from me ever never it's not happened to me yet and i'm not going to let it happen to me people used to fucking roast me in high school why why would you buy your games digitally dude why would you do that i i don't want to have to get up to change my game yeah but when they fucking say that you can't play it anymore that was in the tos for steam and for playstation i believe they said that they that, that you don't own the games you just own the license. And I saw that years ago. In like 2016, 17, I said, I'm never buying another digital game again. No. Yeah. Buy buy so. physical. If you do, if you if, like if, if you love the game, if you really truly love the game, buy it physically. Buy it again. Fuck it, bro. This hobby is already incredibly expensive. And if you don't want to lose something like that. 60. Huh? What's another 60, you know? You spend hundreds of dollars on a gaming PC or on a console. You spend $60 on the game to buy it digitally. And then the company goes and takes it from you. Just buy physical. And this is not a problem. If you buy it dig- physical to have the disc and then digital to have it on the console, that's fine. You know, that's what I do for games that I really like. In case right. of emergency, break glass. I- glass being my game collection. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did when fucking when Sony said they were gonna take down the fucking PlayStation Store. Oh, you know how many yeah. games I went and bought just for that? 
I owned <sighs> Persona 4 Arena Ultimax on my 360. But when Sony said, hey, we're taking the store down, I dropped like 80 bucks to get all of the shit on the PS3 version. I said, fuck it. They can't take that away from me. It's really sad. Like if, if this is a like a like a statement in any way, shape, or form as to how gaming is going to be in the next few years, I am horrified. <laughs> I Let's am hope that this does not set a precedent because that is dangerous. Because <laughs> okay, I still don't understand this whatsoever, right? Because if you if you compare it to other Destiny is trying to be an MMO. If you compare it to Final Fantasy fourteen or World of Warcraft or Guild Wars or literally any other MMO in existence, you go to play those games and they have the content that they've had for, specifically in WoW's case, decades. Decades. Literal fucking decades. Nearly two decades. Content. And none of it, none of it has gone away. Yep. None. It's all there, from vanilla WoW up to Shadowlands. I think is what it's called. Same with Final Fantasy XIV, Realm Reborn, all the way to Shadowbringers. And same with Guild Wars 2. I don't know the expansions for those, but it's all the way from vanilla to the latest expansion. No one is doing this. And it, the, <laughs> the file sizes for those games are nowhere near as full, as fucking absurd Destiny. as Destiny's, right? Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Like this is, <laughs> it's so funny to me. I can't like because I can't say that it's not funny because at the end of the day, no one is gonna tell Destiny to fuck off. It like any everyone has tried to compete with Destiny, it's failed. So they have no competition. They're gonna do whatever the fuck they want, and yep. it, it might cause a snowball into other. Even other genres, which is imagine playing a single player game and they're just like, hey, we're going to remove half the story. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's because, man, Destiny fans game. will never will never stick to game that's not Destiny. I've pointed out the Destiny cycle on the podcast, but yeah. they won't they won't play anything that's not Destiny. And if this is how Destiny is going to treat them, they're still going to play no matter how bad it makes them. And unless you guys stop playing Destiny every single one of you to make a statement, then this is going to keep happening. So the, syndrome, baby. the future is in your hands. Destiny fans don't play it. Like memes aside, if, if you don't want this to happen, don't play the game. And if you're comfortable with this happening, I expect to see you online on destiny two after this shit happens. <laughs> and if you do, yeah. and if you, and I, I will laugh at you. I'll make fun of you. And you people will get mad because that's all you fucking do is get mad. But what are you going to change? What are you going to fucking change? Nothing. Oh, are you, you going to drop another 20 bucks on that new, on the flashy new emo? Oh, look, I say this like, like, look, man, I've been pissed off at games before. I've been pissed off at Tekken for a long fucking time. All right. And I went back and I played that for the first time in months yesterday. For the first time in like eight months. You know, mm -hmm. and it's like, would I hop on that shit regularly? Eh. If they did some shit like this, no, I'd fucking trade in my disc. Fuck it. <laughs> but I don't. 
like Street Fighter Five released like uh, they said, hey, guys, we're going to put ads in the game, you know, but you can turn them off. And I did. And it's almost like they don't exist. So it's like no skin off my fucking teeth, you know? Yeah. They have the option to turn them off and most players have them off, you know? So it's like, I'm not going to fucking lose my, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to complain about something like that. But like this, I'd, I'd be so fucking pissed if I was a destiny player, I'd put that game fucking down. I've put games down for less. So you know what? <laughs> I didn't like this one interaction. Fuck you. It just deletes the game. I've put games no down for so really. much less. I put down 12 minutes after I found out the incest twist. I said, nope. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, I said, that's uh, weird. I said, nope. Fucking weird. So, I mean, that game that game was on Game Pass. So I spent 15 bucks per month to have access to that game for the one month that I, uh, that it was, that it, that it first dropped on Game Pass. I said, nope. No that's skin enough. off my teeth to not play that. Back to playing Halo, the Master Chief Collection. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like, it's like, I, um, Fuck Blizzard, dude. Fuck Bungie. Well, they're not partnered with. Well, well, they're not partnered with Activision Blizzard anymore, are they? No, they split from them no. like last year. Yeah. Fuck Bungie yeah, then. Like two years. Fuck. Bungie. I mean, still fuck Blizzard, but yeah, know, still fuck like, Blizzard. It's, it's always been fuck Blizzard. But fuck Bungie. Yeah. You guys have no fucking clue what you're doing. Fuck you. <laughs> I see. It, it it makes me sad, right? Because I know for damn sure I'm gonna be back there and like. Uh, in February. Yep. I'm gonna be right back there saying, "Oh my god, this is so good." Yep. Except, no, I won't. I'll be too busy playing Final Fantasy 14 and walk. Except, probably not at that point. But if uh, I see you I, on Destiny 2 on my PS5, I'm gonna I'm gonna laugh at you publicly, and I'm gonna make fun of you. And everyone on the podcast <laughs> who listens, <laughs> everyone on the podcast is gonna listen and know that Joe is a crybaby bitch. Who complained about it and went back to Destiny? If I see you playing it, if I see it, so uh, this is very off topic, but um, I got this very, I got this pretty cool clip in Final Fantasy fourteen. There's, a, you're gonna make fun of me. There's a uh, Virgil mod. No reaction. Okay, is that? Uh, <laughs> am I supposed to make fun of you for that? Virgil's cool. There's a Virgil mod that completely duplicates his moveset, right? Like you literally are playing as Virgil in Final Fantasy fourteen, and um, oh, what the fuck? Where'd it go? Okay, um, one of the raid bosses uh, names the Cloud of Darkness, not from uh, like the ultimate like end game raids or anything like that. It's like a fucking baby bitch one. And you know uh, Virgil's judgment cut? Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. The thing that Virtual Fighter that? helped me uh, learn how to do. Let's see this. Oh, is he going to get a perfect judgment cut? Nice. Nice. And the boss died right as I cast it. Nice. Sexy. Now you go and now go into Virtua Fighter and play as Akira and go do the stunt pull. <laughs> go ahead. Shit, I'll boot it up right now. Go ahead and do the fucking uh, Teishitsu Dantai. Go ahead. Go ahead and do the K plus G release G after one frame. Go ahead. 
I hope you weren't being serious about booting up Virtual Fighter right now. <laughs> no, I I don't even have my PS5 plugged in at the moment. But that that's cool. That's sick. That would have yeah, been a perfect but, bullshit bit, actually. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I mean, you, 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 you can you can just cut that out. No one needs to know. No, 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 no. I could probably put it in the post show, actually. But, uh, you know, while um, you were talking about Destiny, I found this interesting article that said Halo Infinite's uh, Forge mode will have a full scripting system. What? Yep. Uh, it's deli- the, the, the Forge mode is going to be delayed until midway through 2022. But right, uh, node right. graphs got released. There's going to be full scripting. In uh, oh, in cool. in Halo uh, in Halo Infinite Forge, which um, when they said infinite, uh, I guess they meant it. <laughs> Jesus, that's cool. That is, yeah, that's fucking awesome. That dude, there's gonna be so much fun shit. Gonna be, I might have to spend money on Halo Infinite just to just for that. Honestly, wait, why isn't the multiplayer multiplayer free? I might, ha- I mean, just just to show Xbox that this is what I want. Fair enough. Like, if I like a game that's free, I'll buy it. Power Rangers Battle for the Grid was on Game Pass, and I bought that game for two people, including myself. Mm, I okay. buy games multiple times for the fucking hell of it. I bought two people Persona 4 Golden on Steam. I bought myself Persona 4 Golden on Steam. And I own the, P- the PS2 version. Two copies. So... If I like something, it will get my money. You know, good stuff. This is yeah. this is what we like to see in the gaming industry, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, per, I, like I bought Persona Four Golden while it was on sale for myself, and then I spent uh, I dr- I bought it for my little brother uh, when it was full price, and then I bought it for my friend Fabian when it was full price. So it's like I'm one thousand percent willing to spend money on games multiple times if I like that game enough, and clearly I I I, I think I do. <laughs> I think I like Persona Four. I think so. You, you uh, think so? I'm a, I'm, I'm, I don't. I don't know. Maybe maybe a fourth playthrough will convince me that I like it. I guess I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think um, I don't think we see enough of that in the gaming industry. Honestly, I don't think we see enough of people um, being willing to buy games multiple times. I think we see like uh, tying back to the Destiny discussion. A lot of people just buy that game digitally and probably will never buy the physical copy just because, like, what's the point? And it's like, well, if you like the game enough, you know, if you put, like, 2,000 or 5,000 or whatever, how many hours, go on Wasted wasted on Destiny or whatever and see how much time you put in that game, I feel like you kind of, you know, you should buy it again if you like it that much. That is true. But the thing is... Are you gonna buy a free to play game? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think like like a like I think like owning like a disc copy like a launch Destiny two disc copy would be is like a it's gotta be like a rare item now or something. It's gotta be somewhat less common. And it's I don't, they it's don't... still like a dollar at GameStop, but I mean like in like in general, like a, a free to play game, say like Roblox, fucking Warframe, Halo Infinite. <laughs> uh, I don't know any other free to play games because if if they're not those, then they're kind of doo doo. Team Fortress two. Oh, I was thinking console, but yeah, fair enough. Well, I mean, that game did release on consoles with the orange box. It but is? never got updated. Oh, yeah, the orange box. <laughs> well, hey, man, I've got, I bought TF2, and I didn't even mean to, so you know what? I bought it uh, <laughs> back in, like, 2015, uh, back when I was really, like, PC gaming, uh, back when I was a, a mm-hmm. turbo virgin. Uh, I bought the Valve Thanks. Complete Pack. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, the Valve Complete Pack with all the Valve games up to that point was on sale for 25 bucks. Oh, nice. Which is like a 
tens of games. There's a lot of games in there. And I, I yeah. got it for 25 bucks. It was in like a, an autumn sale because we all know Steam is blessed with the sales. So I bought oh, it for sure. For sure. And uh, it came with uh, TF2, which was at the time free to play. But it did give me the proof of purchase hat to for all the people who had paid money to play TF2. So it's like, oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. And then I went and bought the orange box on my 360 like the same year because I liked Half-Life 2 a lot. And I played it on my 360. I was like, yeah, all right, cool, thanks. You know what sucks about that is uh, good on 360. Yeah, I heard that CS:GO was like horrible, and that um, Half-Life had some issues running. Like it, like it was, it wasn't very optimized. Um, well, I mean, Half-Life Two came out on the fucking original Xbox, and Half-Life One came out on the PS2. So it's like, the thing is, right on 360, they run fine. Uh. I mean, I I have CS:GO on the 360, obviously, and that game is just like vanilla CS:GO. It's like really weird. But mm-hmm. Half Life, the problem with that only came when I played it on my Series S. Does not get a frame boost, <laughs> so it's ah, uh, I see 30 FPS. <laughs> I thought there was a problem with my eyesight. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, nope, this is running at 30 FPS. Uninstall. Oh. Close, <laughs> yeah, because I prefer playing Half Life for some reason. I like playing. I mean, let me look over down at my PS2 game collection. Where's that? I own a copy of Half Life One on the PS2 <laughs> that I'm gonna show you a picture of right now as we speak. Please do. I own a copy of it. Actually, I think my memory card is inside of here. No, it's not, it's inside Spider Man 2. But I mean, I, I am I prefer playing shooters with controller because it just feels a lot more intuitive to me. But I know it's not as accurate. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's just me, I guess. Put this back. I have all okay. my games alphabetized, so I have to put this back. You you said you have all your games what? Alphabetized. They're all alphabetized. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a, I'm I'm weird like my that. Man. Yeah. The only time I don't alphabetize my games is when they're in like in like if like there's like games in a series, I'll put them in series order in that series, you know. So if I have copies of like DMC four, I mean DMC one two three, mm-hmm. I'll I'll put them in in series order because I think like technically DMC three would go first alphabetically or something. It's like weird, <laughs> like yes, yes. like Yakuza is like a weird one because it's like you got Yakuza zero. And then when you list it digitally, it goes from zero straight to three. It like Kiwami and Kiwami two. Right. Like yeah. Because uh, yeah, it doesn't recognize the numbers. Yeah. So what I'll do is so on my PS4 uh, game section, I have it go Yakuza zero, then the Kiwamis, then the remastered collection, then Yakuza six, then Yakuza seven, and then I have Judgment on PS5. So it's a whole other section. So. Mm, okay. Yeah, my game collection is looking pretty schmectual. Actually, looking pretty I got, sexy. Yeah, it sounds sounds like uh, I have a house to rob. I mean, stop by. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's not that big. It's just a shelf, and it also shares the same shelf with my uh, movie collection, uh, which is Blu-rays and DVDs. All I've got on here are my PS3 games, which take up a whole shelf. My um, DVD movies and my PS2 games, which are on the same shelf, uh, because the box sizes are the same. It'd be too much oh, okay. wasted space. Then I have my Blu-ray movies. Then I have my um, Switch games and my PS4 and PS5 games. 
my Switch games are mostly on the same shelf as my Blu-ray movies because I needed to fill that space with something. And I have too many PS4, PS5 games to where that way they could fit. So I was like, fuck it. But I'll, I'll send you a picture of my collection once I move my couch out of the way. Because it's right next to my couch, so I can like pick out a movie and put it in, you know, without having to move oh. too far. So Yeah. But uh, you know what else I do? Is I try not to go over two hours. And uh, look at where we're at. We're at two hours now. Oh, well, that's really unfortunate. Damn, I just thought of another topic. Hey, guys. Um... Isn't it really cool how when 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 you uh what uh when you the, um, you what, you when you oh oh fuck oh oh fuck oh oh ham sandwich. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening this week. Uh, this podcast would be nothing without our adoring listeners. Thank you so much, and I hope you guys have a good rest of your day, evening, afternoon, night. Whatever. Whenever you're listening. Yeah.